And two of the three of us have visual upgrades. <laughs> oh, hey! Got it! Nice. <laughs> three of the four of us have visual upgrades. What's up? <laughs> I'm just about to talk about how these guys had both have different backgrounds than what they did, uh, like a, even just like a month ago. Yeah. And you you pop up with reindeer horns on, so everybody's just. <laughs> oh yeah, their, I got the whole thing. Game Listen, I took I took this Christmas Eva thing very seriously. I just want you guys to see this. Yeah. Yes. I've been sort of good. Yeah. Right? Yes. Like the whole. I used to, man, I should have stole, I have like a tabletop Christmas tree too. I can totally put that in the background. Like if I was, <laughs> if I was cool, I might've done that, but um, I'm, You're good. I'm on the, I gotta be honest with you guys. I'm totally on the struggle bus. Cause it's like, my family starts the holiday probably two weeks early. So we're constantly like running around. So I was like, scramble fest. Where's my ears? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm hit the antlers. Wait. So anyway, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yes. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. You're listening to The Itch. My name is KC. My name is Dan. I'm Aaron. What's up? I'm Eva. And Eva is here because this week we're scratching the itch for a Christmas tradition. And since this is now her second time joining us for a, a Christmas Eva episode, we're going to go ahead and call it a tradition now. Yeah. Yes. No it's pressure. official Christmas Eva. It's a thing. <laughs> it's yes. a thing. We're making it a thing. Yes. That's fantastic. <laughs> making it a thing. <laughs> it's, this is low key. Like one of my favorite parts is when we can come up with like a name for something that we, that is club feel, we feel is clever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could fit the, uh, the protocol. Yeah. Gentlemen. Yeah. Created these parameters. Perfect. Um, and you mentioned my mug. And so I wanted, this was actually a Christmas gift from a last year, my, one of my bestest friends. And oh, it's it says fighting bears. Go ahead. Yes. I would fight a bear for you, sister. Well, not like a grizzly or a brown bear or a panda, maybe a care bear. I'd fight one of those sons of bitches for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was nice. like, I love you forever. So Heather, if you're listening, this one's for you, girl. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. That's sisterly love right there. <laughs> yes. She's she's just one of those people. And it's funny because she's one of the people that I met from like way earlier, right? Different projects. So like mm-hmm. she was at the time dating somebody who was in a different local band. And so we all kind of met in the in the bar scene together years and years ago. So I feel like when we show up to rock shows, you know, Fillmore size venues or or like amphitheaters, right? There's still that cool energy about like this is a rock show and everybody's super right invested right in the moment but mm-hmm. like that starts in the bar scene and then just like never leaves rock yeah. and roll people you know what i mean like all right. the way up like i see it at hailstorm shows and these people are playing amphitheaters like it's <laughs> it stays that kind of vibe right which is so fun yes very cool that's awesome yeah <laughs> well we wanted to take a couple minutes as we get started here to just thank you for being so open and willing to join us as many times as you have <laughs> and it it honestly will never stop being cool for us because like you're one of the first people that we got a just sort of out of the blue email about your band before we even talked with you and then we we followed up once we started listening to your music it just it connected so well and we're like we have we have to talk to her <laughs> and then so to continue it and then to see you grow as we grow as a podcast, I wanted to kind of just for your sake to 
<laughs> let you know what we've been up to. Like we started. So cool. I was yeah. just going to ask you guys about this. Cause I was like, I've seen like other itch podcast interviews. I'm like, Oh man, they got that one. Oh man. They got that <laughs> one. So like, tell me about this. Yeah. What's this been like for you? Well, you were one of our first ones. We weren't really even like pursuing the idea of interviewing people that much at that point when you first came on a year and a half or whatever ago. Yeah. yeah. So when we started in May of 2020, we were just getting our feet wet. We didn't really reach out to try to interview anybody. And we did two in 2020. Then we did eight in 2021 and you were two of them. And then <laughs> this year, you're a quarter of our interviews in 2021. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then this year we've done 22 interviews and you're two of them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> cool. Cool. So, it's, it's, give me, give me some info on these other artists. Cause I know they're big ones. Yeah, it's been surreal. I mean, everybody from like Kevin Baldus from Lit. Yeah. Yeah. Mitch uh, Schwanger. Schwanger, yeah, of Silent Theory, which is another band that I fell in love with this year. Cool. Just, yeah, it was, I mean, just amazing. We had we had a series that we called Morthy because we interviewed Dorothy and then we interviewed uh, Keith Wallen of Breaking Benjamin that's oh, yes. kind of tied into that as well. Those were the ones that I was, yeah, because I was like, yeah. I was following along with Dorothy, right? Because she's just another fantastic, I mean, her voice is just killer, right? And, yeah, and yeah. They, I've seen them perform. They they were at Riff Fest with us this year and they were on several of the festivals that we were on. And so I was just sort of watching from afar. I haven't really gotten to know her or talk with her much, but I was just a fan of her. I mean, she, they've got an incredible performance and the like woman can just sing, right? Like she right. can sing. Yeah. So I was, I was like, kind of almost like, hunting prowling around for her to see if she'll do like a feature right there you go no Maybe. that's serious we so when we interviewed her so she was one of the f- we're going off track immediately and i like yeah, that. yeah. she derailed chris yeah. Eva. no rails she was one of the handful of interviews that we legitimately had all right i only have 25 minutes let's go so we had to cut questions we didn't get to do rapid fire questions hardly at all because I wanted to say that I wanted her to connect with you and do a, a feature, whether that's on her record or your record or a single, whatever, because you guys have such unique voices, but I feel like that they would blend so well together, no matter like what the song is. Thank you. So yeah, we need to. <laughs> well, so great minds think alike. You, yeah, y'all yeah. are awesome. We just, you know, if I, like I said, I'm still, I'm still prowling around out there. So you don't know yet, but I'm going to try to hit her up. <laughs> See that, that's exactly. That's becoming more and more of a thing. I've got a, a Twitter bit that we do once in a while. I call it the itch books of tour where I'll take two bands and I'm like, I feel like these guys should know each other. And I'll just throw that out there into, you know, the Twitter sphere and hope that whoever's monitoring those accounts sees them if they don't already know each other. And like maybe somewhere down the line, one of these tours will actually get booked. Now we're to a point where whenever we book an interview, I'm like, I already have a handful of bands in my mind where I'm like, <laughs> if these guys don't know each other, they should, and they should go out <laughs> together or collaborate or whatever. Like, <laughs> well, this is, this is great because you guys come to the table and you go as official representatives of the fandom, <laughs> we would <laughs> like to express to you <laughs> exactly <laughs> our, our fervent and adamant thoughts that, uh, that y'all should, should hang out. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Great. We, we got you. We're just making <laughs> connections with each with other people. We're setting people up for success, hopefully. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, rock okay Cupid. There we go. We're the rock. <laughs> I'm not trying to hook people up for romance per se. No, no. I'm I was thinking more collaboration. Yeah. Yes. Collaboration. If you could yeah. sing together though. Yeah, you could totally exactly. sing. It might together. be romantic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, collaboration, Cupid. Yes. Yeah. Something like that. We'll work on this for 2023. <laughs> yes. 
just, and then also you've been doing so many interviews. I, I try to catch as many as I can, just cause I'm curious. And I, honestly, I've never heard you do a bad interview. Okay. And this part, I definitely will cut. There, <laughs> there was, there was one interview that I watched and the poor lady, she kept calling you Ava the entire time. I just stop correcting people. I answer to hey you. You know I what know. I mean? Like I'm just I'm not gonna I'm not that one. Like I know. Can, you I know. know. And that's what She's makes got you... green hair. I think she sings here. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's me. I, yeah. <laughs> right. this band. Yeah. Eva under fire. You you handled it beautifully, but the whole time I'm like, oh <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so cute. You're like, oh, it's cringy. Oh, it hurts. Yeah, oh, it does. It does. It really does. I think Casey secretly loves the cringy interviews because anytime we're doing interview prep, he comes back and he's like, you guys got to hear this one. I don't know. <laughs> don't know how they handle it doing this one. You know what, though? I, I think that uh, we, anybody that's the equal, right? Like if it's somebody else that's doing what you're doing in your sphere, yeah. you're going to see how you hold up, right? I mean, we yeah. do this with bands too. We're like, we were like, I mean, most of the time I go and I see bands live because I'm curious and I want to know, and I, I will become a fan of whatever their performance style is or whatever. Right. But like, there are some of them that I'm like, oh, they're new here, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, right. Right. Same thing. <laughs> it's how you learn what to do and what not to do. Like we watch mm -hmm. some of those. Exactly. I'll listen to Kyle Meredith or Matt Pinfield or like, Yes. very experienced interviewers and like okay we this is stuff i can take some cues from as well and obviously as you just mentioned we're doing more and more of these like we want to get better at it and yeah. so penfield's amazing right he yeah. just shows up and you're like can i interview you right. <laughs> like, why are you talking to me we tried we tried to hook up he's on our hit list yeah <laughs> yeah we tried it hasn't it hasn't happened yet but but yeah keep hunting yeah i'm we've been, yeah we're we're, we're, we've been circling him for a while yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just thank you for just grinding it out and, and doing what you do. We appreciate it. Oh, no, absolutely, guys. <laughs> what else should we get into? I know you guys have like you you guys have like a set thing now. We do. We do. Yes, <laughs> we, we've got stuff here. I, I think we should go right into all the, the cool big things that have happened for you guys in the past couple of months. Last time we talked was right yeah. around album release time. ish. Yes. Right. Yeah, this, this yeah. is this is another thing that may or may not get cut. Who knows? Just, just cut it off. Yeah, yeah. So we're doing it live. Don't cut any of it. It's well, fine. Okay. Okay. So we did the interview with you in end of September. We didn't post it until beginning of October. We saw Dorothy in between that time on October 1st. And that day, after we saw the show, I log on to Instagram as we're driving home and we see you in a hospital bed. Oh yeah, there was that. <laughs> so we're like, what the hell? We just talked with you. <laughs> yes. Yep. And I'm telling you what, as quickly as it hit, it was gone, thankfully. Right. Yeah. So Christmas blessings, you know. Yes. Yes. Right. right. Um, but yeah, no, I think what what really happened, and I guess, you know, just to sort of take a mental health track from that is like. I was just running on fumes and I didn't even realize it until I hit a wall and then like bad things happened. Right. Yeah. And it was weird and scary. And all of a sudden, totally unexpected, like no signs or symptoms, just like I passed out. I fainted basically is what happened. But I think it's important, you know, for people to know, 
you should take care of yourself along the way so that when things hit the fan, your body is ready and your brain is like more prepped. Cause if you're hitting a wall and you're on zero sleep and you haven't eaten and you're like already on fumes, like, yeah, bad things are going to happen because you're, you're not prepared. You know, you haven't been taking care of yourself. So you don't respond real well to when like, Oh, <laughs> here's, here it is, <laughs> you know, like yeah, exactly. you smash into the wall and instead of just kind of like shaking it off, you just go down. <laughs> right. Right. So I was grateful that they, they did, you know, wheel me down, check me out. Um, I also passed out while being at a hospital and I was seated in a chair. So like, no, you know, like it was, if it had to happen that way, like that's the way you want it to go. Right. So I was, I was taking care of super swift and, um, and everything was fine and checked out. I just, I had fainted. So, and I've never fainted in my life. Like I've never, I'm not a person who's prone to fainting spells or, or anything like that, you know? Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. I hear you. I actually, mm-hmm. I actually sort of did a similar thing while at a show recently as well. So <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah. yeah I, I didn't lose sons. I did, yeah. Rival sons. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't lose consciousness. Thank God. But uh, <laughs> it was, it was a scary thing. I freaked Dan out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah I, oh, I no, had to try to like take, like... take him out of this concert area. It was packed full of people. Um, yeah. and it was just, and you know, he's a big dude. So trying to, <laughs> to move him was, <laughs> Yeah. It's not fun, but I'm, yeah, I made it. You needed you needed a reindeer. Be like, come on, buddy. Yeah, right. <laughs> I got right. Thankfully, yeah. several uh, several concert goers kind of noticed something was wrong and helped out. And like, even a, a guy that was like a doctor came over and and just made sure he was okay. So yeah, it's just another reason why I absolutely love being in the Rock family. Yeah, yeah. Amen. We take care of yeah. each other. That's exactly what it is. Oh, Casey, I'm so glad you're okay. <laughs> Thank you. Was it just yeah. like the whole like heat of the moment? Way too. No, it it, it was. So the, the venue that we were at is just tiny, tiny, tiny. And it's, it's, they didn't, it's not really renovated. It's just an old building with like no ventilation, no nothing, no fan. There was one entrance and exit and it's like to the side. So there's no airflow at all. And had I known I would have pounded like a half gallon of water beforehand, but I just was dripping sweat and then didn't go well after a while so oh, no yeah like heat like yeah, heat, like a fainting spell from heat or something yeah, yeah. heat exhaustion maybe. basically heat, heat stroke yeah yeah oh and it was funny because there was there was like a, a 90 pound lady next to us and even she was like fanning herself saying that it's hot and i'm i'm just dripping like he's so, like yeah a little bit <laughs> yeah so yeah i hear you this you is melts away. bones but like those yeah. they got a little bit more you know substance or like really struggling right now man right it's uh yeah. yeah i i it's funny that you mentioned that because um i am it's all relative. Right. And that's the other thing. Like people should just know that like, it's, it's good to take care of yourself, whatever, you know, body type you are. If you're usually a person in good health or if you, Mm -hmm. you know, Oh, usually I don't have to worry about none of that. Or like people who go to outdoor shows, like even people with my kind of skin tone who like tan Mm -hmm. really well and don't Mm -hmm. typically burn. Right. Like, yeah. Do yourself a favor if you're going to any concert, right? <laughs> yeah. He- drink hella water, mm-hmm. like put on sunscreen, have an extra reserve or a friend with you or like that knows you drop your location somewhere, right? Like these are just things that I think like when you're going to a concert, because concerts are weird, you know, yeah. like, like certain it's, it's an event that gets planned 
sometimes day of, and I didn't really know this till we started touring, but like even in big venues, depending on whatever show is coming to that venue, they don't know where they're going to put stuff, how they're going to organize things, where certain like water tents are going to be set up yet until like bright and early crack of dawn morning time. Right. So like certain yeah. things they, they can't or haven't been able to plan for. Um, so take care of yourself before you get there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, especially as you get older. That's one thing I've, I've realized is that <laughs> yeah. you got to like, plan for sitting down, you know, take breaks in between sets or something like, yeah. cause Jesus Christ. Dang it, Dan. I wasn't going to uh, go there. It was like yeah. body type, skin tone. And he's like, and age. if you're old and, yeah. and like, age, oh, I yeah. feel it. No, I feel it. <laughs> no, but yeah. also, so you have that fainting spell. And then <laughs> I was like, Oh, maybe she's going to lay low for a while. Nope. Made another video. <laughs> Do the retaliators stuff you did interviews and you met you met dan murphy who's um another former guest of ours and so that was that was cool just watching you you know kick it in hollywood for a while it was so fun right like i was i was grateful that i mean had so part of that is had test results not come back normal i probably would have had to like sit down for a minute right but like things were pretty normative nothing you know everything checked out so I felt like I could go and it would be fine, but I definitely like went and then stayed there and like, didn't yeah. go tracing around the city and like Ubering everywhere. And, right. like, yeah. I just kind of like made sure that it was also kind of like a mental health moment for myself to just be at the hotel and the hotel was beautiful. It was just, and obviously it's in a, like a warmer yeah. area. So yeah. I could just go and sit in the sun and like, order my food at the same rooftop because there was like a rooftop restaurant portion so it's like i was just great i just had to like go there and make sure that i eat and like be within walking distance from like an umbrella right <laughs> so yeah. i was like okay i could do this <laughs> yeah well it looked like you had a blast and you were you were doing you, you actually were the interviewee or the interviewer rather for yeah which so. was super weird like i have a brand new love for what you guys do but like i didn't i don't know how to do that like you do <laughs> i was like this, okay all right well they and so they invited me there i think last time you guys had me on we, we kind of touched on this subject too because i i'm a musician and then i have a therapist background as well mm -hmm. and that was a part of what they wanted because the whole retaliators concept was horror with a heart yeah. So there was a lot of really heavy dynamics that they were talking about with the writers and where the retaliators idea even came from. It was kind of born out of a very traumatic real world experience. And so they wanted me to sort of help navigate that, which I thought was a really like yeah. a big honor. Yeah. And I think it went beautifully. And uh, the writers and the sister who I met, which was the catalyst for the whole thing. I met her and she's wonderful. Jody her, is her name. She's awesome human she's also a a fire captain like she's oh. she's gone through like firefighter school and then like now she like runs the the, the whole ship so she's a badass <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and so for her to be that vulnerable and to sort of like give me the honor of asking her some pretty difficult questions was really crazy, you know, really awesome experience, very humbling experience. And then come to find out there was a full circle moment during that time that was really difficult for her. Rescue Me, the series on FX that mm -hmm. Michael Lombardi was part of. She really identified with his character because his character was Proby. 
And at that time, that was also her rank in fire school. So while she's watching the series and she's like, the, the whole series was fascinating to her because it brought a lot of real life concepts and like talked about the real behind the scenes and she could, you know, really relate in that way. Um, so she'd always been a fan of Lombardi's and then come to find out that's who did the movie about her backstory, like weird. That's world. awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. super cool. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so there was long and short of it. <laughs> yeah. It was a really cool moment. Yeah. Yeah. We were really happy that you you got to hang out with Dan Murphy because he's just such a cool dude. <laughs> such a cool dude. Like so many like wonderful people that were there that evening. And it's cool to me too to see like from a band's perspective, there are stages that you go through in your career. And I had never really understood how the trajectory would be for independent film. And I've, I've learned it's very similar. So like hmm. the crew and the cast and the um writers, directors, and also the people who are affording them these opportunities to like open doors for this video on demand release. And those are also like stages of this movie coming up and really making its mark. And it's very similar kind of trajectory. So it was cool because it, I've walked it in my own, my own career. And then to be a part of it in a different capacity was also kind of beautiful, you know, and like that, but they, they were all so like, I could tell that they had a bond and a camaraderie also like over this, this particular movie and how much it meant to everybody. So it was really cool to be part of. You were also gifted a really sweet looking jacket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was uh, so, so it was crazy, right? They had, um, so I dabble in a lot of different arts and crafty projects because I just cannot sit down and stay still. <laughs> uh, so when I'm not on tour and we're rich and I go crazy, I start sewing things and gluing things and, <laughs> so uh, part of it was I got the, the t-shirt, the retaliator's t-shirt in the mail. And that was, I had worn it to the local theater release here in town. But then they invited me to this like cool swanky event in Hollywood, a rooftop Hollywood party. I'm like, I can't wear a t-shirt. I can't wear a t-shirt. <laughs> like I saw it. I cut it off the t-shirt and I made the jacket. Oh, awesome. I mean, yeah. So I crafted, I crafted things and I showed up there and Michael Lombardi was like, this is just extra. This is awesome. And so I, I'm like, I just, yeah, I showed up here. It's Christmas Eve. I got reindeer antlers on. I don't know how to do this. Um, but Love it's it. just, there's certain things that are very basic. And then people meet me and they're like, oh, no, no. She's like, that's a colorful one. I like Nothing it. Nothing wrong with that. That's why yeah, yeah, you fun. are the, who you are. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, let's get into the other important business. Uh, you had your album release party and a bunch of other shows and full disclosure i bought a ticket and i was hoping to go attend and then life got in the way and wasn't able to make it work but uh no. I, I tried i tried you were one of them though you made was. it a sellout event yes, whether or I not you were present for said sellout event it was <laughs> our very first so casey you are the honorary uh it's a podcast interviewer that made it the first eva under fire sellout event ever uh simply because ticket sales are ticket sales bro and that's all they care about so i, I mean yep. they, that that number stood and it was the very first i think we were also the first band that is a local band who sold out that particular venue and that venue has been around mm -hmm. since the 70s 
yeah. smoking yeah. token was like the hangout bar for my aunt's crowd of like rowdy burnout kids in like the 80s so <laughs> yeah. it was just you know it's like it's been a staple in our journey so to speak so it was it was really cool i mean 800 tickets sold that was pretty crazy that was awesome i had to be supportive so <laughs> well it definitely helped yeah, he he wanted to go he had, he was planning to fly up there and fly back like yeah, you guys are so cool oh my gosh i tried and then a bunch of stuff happened and then the 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 nail in the coffin of i i can't go now was we got confirmation of the keith wallen interview so I was like, yeah, this. <laughs> you need to hang out with Keith. I get it. Totally get well, it. No, like, like I, I would have. Your numbers count. I will see you when I see you. Please interview Keith Wallen. Like, <laughs> I would have made it work, but I was like, I have to do prep. I have to listen to stuff. And then, yeah, it just, <laughs> it, that yes. was, that was the death blow. I was like, yep, I can't, I'm not going. <laughs> I mean, if if the death blow was Keith Wallen, I'll take that on the chin. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that's yeah. that's pretty awesome. You know, I want to I want to keep on the focus of the shows. We got some more we want to touch on too. But I also want to sidetrack real quick back to what we we're talking about before and how that would be a pairing that I would be happy yes. to see some live shows of you guys and Keith and his solo work together. So yeah, we'll put that one out there somewhere too. Yes, please do. And keep <laughs> talking about it because you know we've written with Keith. Yeah. Right. Nice. Yeah. So we, nice. we had a couple of Zoom sessions back in COVID land uh, that were, oh, were really nice. cool. He's just a great guy, isn't he? Yeah. He's just like super down to earth, like great dude. Yeah. He had some cool ideas for us with uh, with album one and, you know, things we had already, I think at that point, I mentioned to you guys that it was supposed to have come out in March of 20 and then COVID land hit. So like we had yeah. writing sessions even after the, the album had been approved. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, we've written stuff with Keith that's just never been released. And now that we've got album one out the door, maybe hey. album two. Maybe it's yeah, Maybe we'd be great. I don't know. Let's so. hope so. We'll be happy yeah. to hear that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's nothing about our trajectory that has been like typical. So nobody yeah. knows what to do with us. Our, it's always like the weirdest. It's never like very linear step one through five <laughs> we've always done step four first and then we backtrack and do step two i don't know how it happens this way but yeah so who knows i mean because usually that the the rule of thumb is well if it didn't make album one then it's probably not good enough for album two maybe that's kind of some people subscribe to that idea but that was not the case with half of these other writing sessions that we did because album one had already been approved we just yeah. got sidelined by a global pandemic I think it's a smart thing in writing to not throw away your ideas. If they yeah. had merit enough merit to be worked on substantially or recorded, maybe that just wasn't the right time or fit, or maybe they just yeah. need a little bit more. Yeah. Hang on to those and you can always revisit. I think yeah. that makes a ton of sense. So yeah. some of a down still this album is a great example of that. They wrote like yeah. 30 songs for toxicity. They just didn't feel that they all fit and they didn't put it on there, but then, you know, they had a whole other album that people stole because their songs were so great. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. And another tie in to Dorothy for you there, because Keith wrote with Dorothy and a lot of a uh, couple of the songs on her album. That's right. That. So, yeah. Super rad. <laughs> so we had the album show sellout. And then after that, you got added to a couple more really cool days. It seemed a little bit more spur of the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, those, yeah. We just have yeah. great friends that invite us to just so like just so happened to open like massive already sold out shows yeah. and I'm like, like okay 
That is yeah. more like you, you got to go out there with nothing more, who is definitely on our on our hit list for the future. Um, yes, yes. From Ashes to New, which we've talked to with before and would love to again. So uh, that's really cool. And more headline stuff after that you've done. It's cool to have friends also in the wonderful world of touring where people just come through and they're like, oh yeah, he was in Michigan. Like we've been invited to just go hang out at shows because when people come through, because we, you know, friends of ours are on crew or, you know, but bands remember us, you know, that we've toured with and stuff. Um, So it was really pretty neat not knowing what was going to come next after we played those festivals. And then all of a sudden, bam, our friends just like hit us up. And now we get to jam out these cool, these cool shows. Yeah. Another show that I had wanted to attempt to attend, but again, could not was the, uh, <laughs> the one you did with the discrepancies and a couple other bands. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. We just, we just played at the Rust Belt. Yes. And um, it was really cool. And you know, what's really funny. So um, in the tra- discrepancies are great. And um, there was a lot of cool bands. We met Allborn that night, um, mm-hmm. who apparently we've met eons ago in like a different universe where both people <laughs> before management, before rock, you know, in different areas and touring and all, all of these things. Um, so the, the other band that just recently got added, like was added after um, was Versus Me. Yeah. Versus Me met us on a festival called music bites back same night we met the guys in Seoul, and that was also before management and touring and whatever have you so it was kind of like we we got the gang all back together we were like holy crap this is so cool like the last time we saw you guys was like four years ago how you been blah blah (laughs) and then they have a cool dynamic too because i believe um two of their members are also brothers so we were just talking about like touring you know with family and and like how like funny it is that you know um other people on the road become family um right. we were talking about the people we've met and they've met along the way so it was really cool to catch up with those guys one additional thing that i wanted to to touch on and if you can't really discuss much of it no worries at all but it's just an observation so i'm watching some of your videos of the recent shows and i think to myself wait a minute that drummer has a full head of hair and a t-shirt on i was what? just gonna why is the drummer not bald and naked? <laughs> so I, I, I know Corey released a, a statement on his yeah. socials and, and everything's fine, but it just was like, wait a minute, something's off here. Yeah, yeah. I was glad that he did so prior to our whole like bait and switch, right? Because I was yeah. like, you know, I'm talking to Chris, I'm talking to Rob. I'm like, guys, we have to like say something. And he was like, Typically, if a band is on tour and they're doing like fill-in stuff, you know, yeah. they they might think the person that came and stood in for them after the show, you know, post a picture and, and say thank you. I was like, I, I guess that's true. <laughs> I think the reason why it was so strange for me is because we've never experienced a fill-in situation before. Right. And we're very... Um, we're close with our fans. Like a lot of people, you know, every time we go out and we engage, I mean, you guys have been to shows, you know, all five of us are out there, you know, talking to people at the merch booth and like hanging out. So I think it, that was why my impulse was to be like, let's probably say something ahead of time. So I'm glad that Corey did so. Um, and he did so super eloquently. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's so cool. Um, I think one of the things that gets lost on people, uh, maybe just from the outside perspective is, is, um, that it is a grind 
to be in a rock band. So personal lives, when you've dedicated so much of your time and energy and money into getting into this band and just going wherever, um, at a, on a whim <laughs> for years, um, yeah, every once in a while you got to figure out like, okay, wait, I got to like move, you know, and like mm-hmm. do normal things, normal adult things. Um, or like, you know, I got to get my money up. So let me figure out what I need to do to reorganize myself, you know? And so, and, and over the course of years, you know, personal lives change and different things. So the situation is very simply, I got to do me for a minute and like, try to figure out how I can set this up so that when we go on tour in the spring, um, ready to roll, you know? So, yeah. um, and you know, as I mean, it's, it's, it's funny because you mentioned something that I thought was, you know, as professional as we can be here on this podcast, right? It's like <laughs> the band dynamic is very similar to that, right? Because like your business associates, but you're also friends, you know, right, so you're like, right. you want your friends to have whatever they need to, to do, be able to do their stuff. Um, so this, that's kind of what this, what this is, right? And then also we, we were just planning on playing the album release show, but then like not doing anything till following season mm-hmm. um so cory had already built his schedule accordingly and then we got added to a bunch of things we were like well we can't not play a sold out nothing yeah. more so <laughs> like, right. we, can't, <laughs> we can't not play certain other you know shows that were i think he was able to play that one with us but then there was other ones that like like the the rust belt one kind of yeah. came up after the fact and um so yeah so we've got this great buddy um dave that has also grown up in the scene with us and has been playing, you know, shows in the Southeast Michigan area um, since we were all kids in the bar scene. Right. So uh, he was just another person who's, who's done a lot of professional work and session work and fill in work and has been on tour. And so we were like, um, pretty pleased. <laughs> you want to come down with us? And he's like, yeah, man. Um, so yeah. it was, it was a, it was a good thing that we had friends. Yeah. Other friends. Right. Maybe yeah. maybe not the same bald naked friend, but yeah. <laughs> they I can't just, they can't all be bald and it, naked, you know. <laughs> it it was funny because I, I watched the clip and I I took a screenshot and sent it to the guys in our group chat and I was like, wait a tick. What? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> I mean, Dan's like, Something looks very amiss. <laughs> yeah. Dan's like, I don't know that I would have noticed that. I'm like, that was the first thing that stood out to me. <laughs> I, I barely recognize faces and names. This dude remembers everybody. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Our freaking drummer doesn't make it uh, very easy um, to, to miss him, right? Like he's right. like a pretty boy spectacle, right? Yeah. <laughs> With his cool kid glasses, his bald hair, and his freaking tattoos as his shirt. And you're like, yeah, you're going to notice that guy out there. <laughs> yeah. So he was missed, um, but Dave did a really good job. So he did in the, in the clips that I saw, he did it. He did a really nice job. Thank you. <laughs> so one of the things that we're getting ready to do is count down our top 20 albums of the year. And I can definitely attest that Eve under fire's album will most likely make the list uh, probably top 10 easily. What? He, he didn't even it's, say most likely I, I, it's, it's a, it's a lock. I, I, I would say <laughs> I said easily. Yeah. Okay. Let's okay. Real. We know that we are part of the favorites okay <laughs> honestly we haven't compiled our so we we come up with our our list our separately list. and then mm-hmm. we do a spreadsheet and we do our collective list oh, so, this makes a lot yeah. more interesting yeah. Oh, yeah yeah and i i think it's gonna be closer to top five if not higher than that so yeah some really some really really good albums that came out this year yours included obviously uh so just talking about that do you have any favorite albums that came out this year 
Ooh. Ooh, albums that came out this year. There's an abrupt change of pace, but we got we got to ask this one. It's the end of the year. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Okay, so the the new Hailstorm record came out this year, right? Back from the yep. Dead. Yep. 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 Is the album called Back from the Dead? Because I know that was for the first single. Yeah. And yes. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. I hear that woman come through with that intro, I'm like, that's it. Just, I, <laughs> I'm, I could die happy now. That's all right. <laughs> um, so that that one for sure. Um, did Bad Omens album come out this year or yes. last? Yes, it yep. did. It this was year. this year. These are, yes. uh, that one was like February or something. It's like, it's so long yeah. ago that you forget a little bit. Right. <laughs> well, so what, it's so funny because they, um, they understand and accept and still love everybody that was late to the game, including mm-hmm. me, right? Because they've been <laughs> out for a while. Yeah. And some of their older, heavier stuff is like on my workout playlist and that, right? So like, I, I have a lot of love for them, but I'm so, so happy that, uh, was it pretending that blew up on TikTok? Just pretend. Yeah, of, yeah just, yeah, pretend. just yes. pretend. Um, and it was, it, it showed like the lighter, more commercial side of their band, but like also his voice i yeah. mean yeah you know what i you guys know what i mean it's just yeah. it's yeah. it's one of the it's it's like when you can do heavy music but then you can come to the table and also like sing with the best of them um the other one that did that for me was um when howie was in kill switch i really felt yes. like i yes. felt oh, yeah. everything that man sung mm-hmm. like like full on you know what i mean like he just had such a great presence no matter whether he was like you know a grit vocal or like a clean vocal so um i think noah does a great job of that also in my book um mm-hmm. they're probably the two right off riff that i can think of nice yeah. yeah noah really found his voice with this album i think that's one reason why it just is insanely awesome uh and yeah it's definitely on in my top five it is cool to see they, they've been and they've just been blowing up and he's even gone on record as basically saying like you can kind of start here with this band if you want like, like they're sort of like, you know, almost considering it like a, a rebirth in some sense. And then they're out here selling out tours and all kinds of stuff. Like this is a massive year for that band. It's going to yeah. be yeah. awesome. Ship yeah. rocked and ship rocked. Yes. Dan's all about getting One of the other reasons why I'm still trying to weasel my way onto the boat. Oh, anyway. Please do. Good luck. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <no doubt. laughs> we, we, we managed last year because everybody dropped, right? So oh, like I'm right. Just, yeah. I'm, waiting. I'm waiting in the rings. I'm, yeah. Once again, I'm, I'm like hunting opportunities, right? I'm like... <laughs> I hope it works if out. If one of yeah. y'all just like <laughs> can't make it. Well, yeah. Right. And, and Dan, Dan, we wanted to talk about this a little bit too, because Dan, Dan was so sad because he got COVID right before Shiprock last year. And we, yeah. were, we were so disappointed yeah. because uh, we interviewed you. You got added like right around the time that Dan got. Yep. Yeah, I think you got his ticket actually. Yeah, That's what Oxy's happened. Varsity. Yep. Yeah, but Oxymorons. Varsity, non-point, yeah, it's just non-point, blacktop mojo, all these people we've interviewed <laughs> and talked with. And 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 then you get added and Dan can't go. <laughs> so it's like it was honestly, it was one of the first times in my life that I, I recognized that I was depressed after I like <laughs> I did. Yeah, truly was depressed after that. Like I it was it's the one and I'd never felt that in my life, but it was it was it was something that hit hard. I was like, oh, it weeks. yeah. I mean, because it's not just one, like you can't miss, like, okay, you yeah. missed a concert. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, this is all of my friends are going on a vacation. Right. Yeah. Of, of, like the coolest vacation ever. Cause it's a concertcation. Like yes. it's a concert vacation. Like the whole thing. Is, I know. 
this qualifies as an adjustment disorder. I'm pretty well, sure. And <laughs> I had waited about nine years to get on that boat, to be honest, because we had, we had honestly planned for quite some time to try to get on, but it was one of the things that you, you know, it was always a full vote. And then like you had to put in reservations like two years ahead of time. And then we just didn't have the money when we were able to actually put on our reservations. And then like right at the COVID year, that's when it all kind of clicked and came together. And then, yeah. And then I get and, COVID. And COVID. i hate it i hate it i hate it i hate it we hate it so much that we refuse until just now to say it for like the last eight months like i don't like people get sick like i'm just you know what you have if you're sick then yeah you have to quarantine and stay away from me and wear a mask or whatever else like that and if you're not actively sick then we can hang out so those are the things that we we've replaced we talk about this a lot in therapy where we word replace the trigger term (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> right. So right. like we just don't. And it's not as though we're trying to negate. So I don't want to go on record and say like we're negating the fact that this exists. Right. Of course we can't, right? But yeah. we can change the way that we talk about it. And I think that's really important too, you know, mm. so that people don't have to let it wreck their world. I mean, that it wrecked your life in that moment. That was like yeah. the coolest thing that could have happened. And it like obliterated that mm-hmm. whole opportunity. So, like, yeah, it's it's the way that we say things matters. And I hear you. So maybe we'll both weasel our way back out of that. There you go. Eventually. Yeah, right, right, right. Well, that's the other thing, psychologically and and like if the itch has a storyline over the past couple of years, it's pretty much Dan and Shiprock. It's a recurring thing that hops up every couple episodes. So like January 2023, we are redeeming that whole concept for him. <laughs> Yes. And I don't know what'll happen after that. Hopefully we can move on to a, another chapter or something, but yes. <laughs> probably yeah. he's just well, gonna talk about how great it was for the next year after that. <laughs> or or I'll just or I'll just be dead. And or he'll be dead. <laughs> all right, guys, I'm retiring from life. This was all I wanted it to be. No, <laughs> sirs. No, sirs. We will not I have, have lived said my discussions life. on Christmas no. Eve a day. Okay. This is <laughs> right. gonna be redemption. This yeah. year, redemption. Well, yeah, I'm oh, looking forward all. to it. Yep. he's hoping to uh, hang with Keith Wallen this this year. Yes, so. yeah, that's <laughs> my goal. That and Joey. Joey will be on the ship as well. Vars from uh, Joey Varela from Varsity. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, they're doing big things too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's super. He's we actually, we actually, uh, he, he'll be uh, on our episode the week after years uh, with New Year's Eve Varela. That's yeah. right. <laughs> we're doing two, we're doing two traditions. We're starting a new one with Joey. Yes, uh, it's so good. New Year's yeah. Eve. I'm really glad that I get Christmas, by the way. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. Well, if, if this didn't work out, then we would have we'd have somehow found a way to swap them. If you were like, oh, okay, sorry, I can't come before the before the 24th. We were like, all right, well, if you can do next week, then you can still be New Year's Eve. But yeah. I'm, I'm holding my spot. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Either way, there's a little bonus Easter egg. It's another holiday. Yeah. For yeah. anybody well, who is listening Eve, to this, you kind of got to show up maybe like a little fancier is the expectation, right? This one I can show up with stupid hats. So, yeah, <laughs> yes. We- <laughs> now the 2023 i'm gonna make that actually a prerequisite for for interview for guest requests but like can you please wear a stupid hat it just <laughs> makes everything that much better <laughs> we'll come with some you come with one it'll be great perfect anyway no that's a that's a good segue to well, it's kind of the wrapping it up here but getting into the actual christmas part of the christmas eve thing first things first uh, we've been working on a new name for the rapid fire question segment because they never end up being actually rapid fire. Uh, I think with you last time, or at least the first time, what did we call it? Did we call it uh, rapid, under rapid, rapid fire? Ra- rapid under fire. Something like rapid that. Rapid under yeah. fire? Wasn't that, you know, it's something Eva, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. it literally could be Eva under fire, right? Because it's supposed it's to be rapid fire. Yeah, question, it's literally under fire. Yeah. Here, steal my band name. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for for Christmas time, I think this year we're going to call it questions roasting on a rapid fire. And oh, I love it. <laughs> more puns in 2023 as well. Play on words. <laughs> yeah. These guys are great. That's part of the fun. Oh, it is. But to sell something that you guys have going on a little bit here, we talked about everything that's happened already. We got something that's sort of happening right now. Last year, we mentioned your version of the first Noel that was in the Christmas with Better Noise uh, yeah. playlist. And yes. our own, yeah, and it's also in our own itch Christmas playlist this year. That's will be linked in the show notes here. Um, this year, we also want to compliment you on the 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 wonderful, though short rendition of "Oh Holy Night" um, <laughs> that just came out. That was somehow I don't know how connected to the Retaliators, uh, the horror. So film. you know how? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know how be, that was just supposed to be an advertisement, and then people were like, "Where's the rest of the song? This is awesome!" And I'm like, "I didn't do the score. It was the guys that did the Stranger Things score." And like, yeah. of course, I had to try to get on that. I mean, right? They did the Stranger Things score, so yeah. it was just supposed to be for them to advertise the Retaliators movie during the holiday. So, you know how people are like, "Die Hard's my favorite Christmas movie." Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could say that about retaliators, like, cause it's about a family that goes through this horrendous experience over the holiday. Like there is Christmas trees that are in there. So okay. I think that's kind of what their, their goal was. Right. Um, and from a marketing standpoint, chef's kiss, it's brilliant. Um, I, I get it, you know? So I think it was just supposed to be to advertise. And then all of a sudden it's like wound up on people's playlists and stuff like that. Which yeah. it's, it's short and sweet, but it's definitely like an ominous like you feel like you're watching a movie trailer. Most cases you are. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Definitely recommend so. people checking that out, tagging it onto your your own Christmas list. Like it's, yeah. it's like a minute and a half or something. But and Oh Holy Night of all like the Christmas like hymns to sing, like that one is a hard one for not that many people can truly like hit that one. Thank you know, you. you know the way that one builds up to the end. But yeah. um, but yeah, so that's one a little shout out on that one. Um, oh, I appreciate you. <laughs> this is it's a fun thing to 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 do the pretty stuff the pretty traditional yeah. christmas songs and stuff like that right it's something that i've kind of grown up singing and and it was a little bit of my first love i don't know if i, t- I shared this with you guys but i also have some theater background like from when i was a kid in like community theater so uh-uh. um part of those like the show tunes and the the pretty like um you know like trans-siberian orchestra does this a, a wonderful job of this where like there's like big heartfelt solos you know what i mean like i always try to those were some of the things i grew up like singing in my bedroom <laughs> yeah nice <laughs> well yeah. you're like you're like halfway to an ep of of christmas hymns so you know yeah. you're, you you keep make that a tradition and in a few years you'll have a little bonus release to put out <laughs> <laughs> uh speaking of traditions we already mentioned this is the second annual christmas eve episode for us which officially makes it a tradition um so other than coming on our show every every december do you have any other particularly fun Christmas traditions that you would be interested in, uh, in sharing with the listeners? Yeah. You know what? Um, I don't know if it's a tradition, but it's definitely something I do every year is try to figure out how many trees I can fit in my little 900 square foot house. I, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I really like the Christmas season. So I constantly have like tabletop trees. And then there's other trees that like I've had for years. So it's sentimental. And then there's another one that I want to put up because it's like this spot in my house needs to have like the big holiday tree. But then the way my house is divided, 
I have like two separate sitting areas mm-hmm. and there's like, so I can't see it from everywhere in my house. So then I got to set up another tree and the other version of the <laughs> sitting area. So that no matter where I walk in my little tiny house, it's Christmas. <laughs> I will never not see a tree in this house. Like It's <laughs> yeah. always in the line of sight. Lights and ornaments. Are any of them, are any of them Charlie Brown trees? Cause I feel like you got to have one of those somewhere if you're going to go. (laughs) (laughs) So um, my, my father's name and my uh, grandfather's name and my brother's name are all, they're all Joe. And so um, my dad was a giant peanuts fan. So like all of them are also now Joe cool. Right. So that was kind of the Christmas tradition was to always get like the guys to be like, it's a Joe cool something. Right. Yeah. And so like, you definitely have to have like the, the stereotypical um, Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. a great tradition. <laughs> <laughs> We, I just thought about that. We used to have that whenever I was a kid. We had our regular Christmas tree, and then my parents had smaller tabletop trees for each kid. We always had our own like individual tree in our room, and I, that's probably still buried in their basement somewhere, and I should probably bust that out someday and revitalize it. It's super fun. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, my son wanted, my youngest son wanted us to put a Christmas tree up upstairs, but I, I, I couldn't, I don't know. Like we already had the big Christmas tree up in our, our main living room. And then like you wanted one upstairs, which was basically on the second floor. I would have had to carry this Christmas tree up two flights of stairs <laughs> by myself. <laughs> and, and the only reason he wanted it upstairs is because we, that's the, usually the one that has the train that goes around it. And he wanted to oh. play with the train. So I was like, how about we compromise and I'll just bring the train up here and then we don't put the tree up. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. I was like, all right, cool. So he's he's been playing with the train the entire time. And it's like, no it's a deal as long as I get my toy. What, exactly. what, I, what I took from that was that Dan just pulled off the rare feat of successfully negotiating with a child <laughs> and compromising. <laughs> A yeah. four-year-old, kid was like, a four-year-old. Yeah, I want yeah, one that was a naughty list, so I'll allow it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, normally. <laughs> but since Santa Claus is coming real soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mark real self-aware. Yeah. Yeah, right. Mark <laughs> Do you have any uh, Christmas food that you have to have? to have Any tradition? <laughs> you know what? You caught me. You did. You caught me. So I am a terrible cook. And so Christmas is like one of the only times in my life that all of my other family always have all these like massive parties and there's a giant amount of food and it's all good food, especially for somebody like me who usually doesn't have good food because I can't cook. So I go to my aunt's house or my grandmother's house and typically my grandma has like a handed down cheesy potatoes (laughs) recipe. I need to explain something to you. I wrote a song about these cheesy potatoes. Like it's a little (laughs) ditty that I sing because I just get so happy eating them every year. So so it's to the point now where like people, like family members of mine will look across the table before I take a bite of my cheesy potatoes and they go, um, are you not going (laughs) to sing the song? I'm I'm sorry. I apologize. (laughs) Like I need to do that before. Yeah. So that's a fantastic if you want Christmas me to tradition. sing a song now, I guess I, I can if you want, right? It's just, it's oh, a thing. We can use it as a liner before the show. <laughs> <laughs> Cheesy potatoes. I love you so. Cheesy potatoes. And I swear to you, they make me sing it full volume every year. It's just, it's like literally that. It's just, it's how good it is. 
That's, that's awesome. That's thank you. That's fantastic. I've never known a food that was so good that it it had to have a fully belted song. Yes. <laughs> High notes every time. Yes. Well, the, the, re- the reason why I bring that up is my family's Christmas tr- tradition is Christmas cookies. And mm-hmm. one of these times uh when you get when I'm at a show, I'll bring you uh some some cookies, but so <laughs> Listen. It's true. I Yeah. So I'll keep your secret just, you know, so that whenever we, we, we can meet in real life person and I can have these cookies, but the, when I tell my bandmates, they are cookie fanatics, like (laughs) their sugar is like, I don't, is this a guy thing? Also, you guys can probably answer this question. Like, is the sweet tooth like, because they have a hella sweet tooth. And I'm like a junk food person, but not too much with the like the cookies and the yeah. sugar. Like I'll I'll enjoy it, some good cookies every once in a great while. But like, if there is sugar within like three mile radius wherever we're at, all of the guys are like, "Sugar, where's the sweets? We got to go to like the whatever it is, the ice cream shop, store, the candy, whatever." It's like that's they will snip it out. Is this a that's a dude thing? Yeah, because we never grow up. Well, there's that. I, I, me personally, I'm more of a, a carnivore kind of person, so I, I like meat a lot. So, but I, I, I make the Christmas cookies. That was a thing with my mom and my grandma and and all that stuff. But we also have a, a gooey butter cookie that not a lot of people have. My wife cool. is making that right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys! <laughs> what? Yes. Okay, so I, I do, uh, after this, I'm just going to admit to you that I also have homemade uh, snowball cookies that are mm-hmm. here because my mother-in-law is amazing. So there's that. <laughs> All right. Um, and this year, my niece was, it was the first year that my niece helped my mom make uh, cookies. It, it, she was like unwilling at best, but like she like <laughs> sort of like got, some of it was fun for her. And then she was like, okay, but I'm going to play my video games now. So... <laughs> But hopefully she'll want to be more participating in, in years to come. Awesome. <laughs> I'll give you an update next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Been any yeah. more cooperative. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man, that's fantastic. Now we got like itch cookbook we got to work on. Yes. <laughs> right, right. All kinds of so great things, things happening here. So uh, many things. <laughs> all right. Um, moving on to like kind of the last sort of two part situation here. Um, since we are at the, coming to the end of the year, we're talking a little bit about celebrations, but there's been a lot of great things for you in the band this year. I'm curious how you would summarize 2022 for yourself and for Eva under fire. I mean, <laughs> how, hmm, how to it, summarize. <laughs> you can take the a second. Yeah. The I best don't, I don't year not, ever. Oh, you know what? I do like literally it's, the line from the song i'm about to blow right like, there, you like, go. Yeah, there you go that's it. it just it just got started like finally mm-hmm. like blew the door down off the rails we go here's the i mean we just like at the start of the ride that was it <laughs> there you yeah. go there you go well now that that see my next question that might have answered that one too which was what are you hoping to see happen for yourself in the band next year oh it's like, um, <laughs> it's like I just used the right and, answer. And and can you can you tell us any secrets? Because that's what we said at the end of the last interview is <laughs> maybe oh, we're asking for secrets. Materialize. <laughs> yeah. Well, not not necessarily. Don't act surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I you know what? 
the, the one thing that I can tell you is um, as we move forward, right, this, this first album was um, such an amazing experience. However, it was written to have been released in 2020. And so there have been a lot of things we still have to talk about, right? So like whatever mm-hmm. album two is gonna look like, there is so much that we haven't gone through. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to, um, you know, exploring how, how we tell that story next. That makes a ton of sense. I mean, you just survived the pandemic and all of that, all of this stuff, life is completely different from when you were writing that original episode, uh, album. It really, it hit me the other day when we were talking about like, you know, now that the album is out and we're getting more focus tracks and like there's other stuff that the label wants to push from this album. There will be more from album one. Okay. So don't you worry. Um, but, you know, that said, what do we do next? Right. Mm-hmm. Like we're starting to ask ourselves that question. And in asking ourselves that question, I look back and go, oh, Right. <laughs> that's gonna be a lot that's gonna be a lot yeah get you better belt in you know we just started this ride but you better strap that baby on tight because we about to uh really have a lot more to discuss on this next record awesome i definitely love seeing all the great things that are happening for you for your band and uh one thing that i truly loved this this past year was the video for coming for blood uh and one of the reasons why, and because I, I, I have to ask, like your shoes in this video are <laughs> something else. Like, holy cow, they're probably like a foot tall stilettos, if I had to guess. <laughs> Looking this and up I'm pretty right sure now. watching the video, you didn't move the entire time it was shot. I, am I correct in saying that? Yeah. <laughs> you know how I like to be extra? Yeah. Those were extra. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there was a stylist that we had worked with for that particular shoot. And um, I had been wanting to work with this woman since the first time she styled me on the uh, every second video from with From Ashes to New. So uh, now come full circle, here we are again with From Ashes to New. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> um, what do you got? You know, so she shipped out a bunch of stuff that was like LA costume wear. It was wild. And I had never seen pieces like that, except for like looking at Lady Gaga photo shoots. Right. right. So um, these particular boots were insane. And uh, it was not built for any kind of movement. These are strictly <laughs> built for photo shoot kinds of things. And I'm, I noticed this now in, in fashion, right? That there's at things that are built for aesthetics. And like, that's it. Like you just mm-hmm. stand there because there's no, so there, when they say beauty is pain, pain is beauty, that kind of sentiment. I've never known that to be more true than in these <laughs> shoes, but they were so worth it. It was the coolest thing. I felt so empowered standing there in my rock and roll stance for hours as we, <laughs> as we were, you know, take after take after take. But there's, so all of these, like the bejeweled stuff that you see and like how, like, you know, like, tattered up they are and like all these cool like paint and stuff like that that's on them right and you see these massive jewels at the bottom of the shoe which is kind of why they got that shot right so that they could like showcase the outfit which was rad um but that giant jewel on the toe big huge rock on the toe of the boot that is a bolt my friends oh my god through that is a bolt yeah so if you've ever seen like your women have like thong flip flops, right? 
that bolt was the flip flop. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. You're not gonna want to move. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I'm watching I'm watching the video now as we speak, and it's funny because I'm like, you're basically in this video like one of the like wacky inflatable arm people. Yeah. It's like you're moving a lot, but you are not going anywhere in the slightest. <laughs> you are you are staked to the ground. Yeah, yes. like you're yes. at, like I'm gonna flail everything I can move. Yeah. But but my legs and aren't going anywhere. I, yeah. Oh, which was a beat in and of itself because you've you've really got to like focus on your center of gravity because yeah. one wrong move with that hair flip, babe, you're going over. <laughs> like, you will back fall. up here. Yeah. yeah. If you lose your balance, it's game over. <laughs> Do you have any instance where you fell in them? Uh, no, I okay, uh, thankfully. Uh, but <sighs> it was you know because you would like in that stance it was reasonable you knew you could stand there you could move you could like take one foot and move it this way or that way and it wasn't a problem uh if you were to try to walk in them though good luck <laughs> well yeah. you looked amazing and made quite an impression obviously thank i still remember you. them from the, thank from the first you. times yeah. i saw it so which is the whole thing right like you right. kind of just want people to be like what is that <laughs> that is that looks sweet right and then and then just remember that it looks sweet because it was painful for me to get it yeah. to look sweet <laughs> <laughs> it is yeah. so, those things um yeah this is, i'm gonna take a screenshot of that and we're gonna use this as part of the episode too because <laughs> those things if you could lift if you can lift them it looks like it would hurt anybody like not not just the wearer but like that's like self-defense right there <laughs> i'm looking at this thing nobody's gonna mess with somebody wearing those because if you take one of those spikes you're done for <laughs> oh, many of the options that she sent. So that was like the main costume piece that the stylist actually wanted to focus on was just this giant, like military kind of looking jacket that also mm -hmm. had some of the same um, things as the the boots themselves. Um, and they were, I mean, the real boots that are just super glued and like bolted in and all of the like, there's like, um, like rivets and stuff like that on the inside of the boot itself so like it, it was it was pretty wild to to be able to wear pieces like that <laughs> um but also like super special kind of moment where i felt like everything in that was kind of like a high fashion look and that was kind of the first time that i had tried something like that um that wasn't on stage because most of the stage wear that i do is like some stuff that i enjoy customizing or, or whatever have you yeah i've got <laughs> you guys have probably seen the uh the the spacesuit looking thing that's got a bunch of jewels on the front and it's like the the yeah. plastic look at yeah mm -hmm. on the inside of that i cut out like from like a like a folder like a school folder the plastic school folders it's like a plastic sheet on the inside and because all of those uh big spiky things yeah. are like bolted in <laughs> nice. oh, yeah nice. so i've taken yeah. lots of inspiration from these high fashion people but um <laughs> I, I just i'm trying to do you know fake until you make it kind of budget <laughs> <laughs> that's very cool yeah it's fun to do yeah love the dedication to those antlers by the way yes <laughs> got them on the entire time yes. <laughs> uh, beauty is pain am i right <laughs> <laughs> i was just thinking um the the cheesy potatoes like you know how some some shows have like sound clips that come up recurringly for various things yeah. Please, am I going to be one of those now? Am I? Maybe. 
I mean, we're talking. I was just like, anytime you know, we, we do- talk about food. No, no, no. It was gonna. No, here was my idea. My idea was anytime somebody makes like a terrible dad joke or pun, we'll be like cheesy <laughs> potato. That's a cheesy potato. <laughs> that's a cheesy potato you just threw out there. <laughs> and I, I throw out so a horrible good. pun almost every episode. So, yeah. so that might be a thing if you want to sign off on it. Like, we'll see. Authorized. Authorized. <laughs> You're going to be in a lot of episodes going forward if we do that. <laughs> I can't wait. This is going to be good. I'm now. I'm going to have to tell my mom now. Like you don't understand. Like we don't own the rights to this any longer. Like, I, 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 I gave cheesy potatoes away to the world. Now I shared it. I've, I've given it to the. I've given it to the interwebs. Here you yeah. go. Yeah. I'm giving it to the itch. We'll see. Do with it as you will. Wield it for good. What a gift that Troll is. Troll the dad jokes. <laughs> we'll see. That might happen. We'll we'll give you a heads up if it shows up in an episode in that context. Love it. I love it. Well, we wanted to definitely just say that 2023, we hope to see you at some point, wherever that is. Well, we'll be around. Because that's the other secrets that I couldn't tell you yet, but yeah. you guys are gonna like it. We'll we'll hit stop on the recording before too long and we'll we'll see what we can find out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're like off the record, off the record, off the record. Right, right, right. No, but we we definitely will will see you around somewhere. I will travel somewhere other than St. Louis and and see a show uh one way or the other. There you but, go. Uh, <laughs> Casey's 2023 goals. Eva road trip. There yeah, you go. Right. Yeah. Shall not disappoint. <laughs> But yeah, definitely just wanted to thank you again. And it's it's such a joy to catch up. And we'll with like we always say, we won't we won't blow you up all the time. But anytime you want to come back, you know you're welcome anytime. Well, now uh, we have traditions. So there's at least that. We do. <laughs> there we go. Beautiful. We'll at least talk in December-ish every year. <laughs> <laughs> yes. While the rest of the world is sleeping and the, all the industry people are trying to vacation or i'm gonna be like all right not check it out here's what we got planned for next year <laughs> <laughs> right. we're kicking up some good stuff you know right it's like a plan <laughs> nice so do you have anything that you can let us on like let us know about uh, that's uh set in stone for 2023 uh so you know how you guys said that like you started with like a couple interviews and then got like a lot more interviews like so we started with like a couple festivals and now we got like a lot more festivals oh, okay all right, awesome. all right. One of our goals is to get to a festival yes. besides the ones yeah. that are in our own cities. Right, right. And so we'll see if one of those, which one of those it could be. We'll try. Yep. Here we go. 2023. <laughs> we're making them pay for everything they put us through. 2023. <laughs> the year of redemption. There it is. <laughs> there you go. We love it. Well, thank you very much for joining us. We do appreciate your time. Yeah, much love, guys. It was so nice to hang out. So uh, I hope you all have a wonderful holiday. Very Merry Christmas, guys. And uh, I'm sure we'll catch up again real soon. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you very much for listening to the Itch Podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Casey. I'm Aaron. And I'm Christmas Eva. We'll see you all next year. (laughs) If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend about the Itch. Check out the show notes for links about the episode, as well as our new music playlist and where you can hear us every Sunday night. And you can interact with us at itchrocks.com or on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H-R-O-C-K-S. 
All right, so I think we're pretty well good on the. We're to the to the wrap it up part. Let's let's do our kind of. Yeah, close it out. You realize yeah. you're only making this a nightmare for yourself. That you we are. We know. Get it out before Christmas. We're originally like one Zoom room, and now yeah. and now <laughs> we're on to n- <laughs> number three. I'm yeah. sorry, I talk way too much for that. No, it's, it's no, you're you. fine. It's we, not you at all. <laughs> we also like to go with the flow. If something's happening and it's fun, then roll with it. Don't yep. Don't stick to the rule that hard. So yeah. we'll be no, all right. Also, we're we're just like snowed in, and like yeah, right, nobody's yeah. going outside and doing anything today. We got time to edit. We're fine here. Well, yeah. Not necessarily. My kids are gone now. Dan, oh. who knows what Dan's gonna do? But yeah. Actually, like you that. know what, Dan, you're editing this one. <laughs> I, ours, ours isn't that snowy and white, but it's 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 really cold. It's <laughs> it's, cold out. it's cold de- and blustery. It's degrees outside, as in like a couple of them, like two, <laughs> like two <Yeah>. of them, <laughs> My, and then add, add on forty mile an hour wind gust. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. it's negative five. There it's, you go. There are no <laughs> degrees outside. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, we have no degrees. We have no degrees. We are out. We've gone into the red on degrees. (laughs) They're they're officially taking them from us at this point. Beginning to look a lot like Christmas Eve. It sure is. It is.